Hey, welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, guys. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. And you know, I'm excited to share today's episode because there's a lot going on, especially in trying to build a business, figuring out like who your customers are, if you should sell to them, what you should sell to them, and kind of what problem are you solving. But mostly, how to make money and start proving your model before you build it. That's right. That's what we're covering today. Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome back to Converge Marketing Radio, guys. You know, I I, I want to reflect on uh, the business that I've been building with uh, with uh, my one of my partners, and what we are doing is we're trying to prove out a certain model. And there's three things that ultimately we're looking for, right, in order to say that this business uh, has it's got potential. Um, but before we go ahead and just build it out, right, we you got to start looking at how to make money at the exact same time, uh, because you don't always have the opportunity, uh, let's say, to have an investor before you even have the product proven out, right? And how do you prove it, but also stay sane and without like having to go get a job and and all the different problems that happen, right? So the the very first thing in order to understand if your if your idea is viable is to not actually just go ahead and produce it, but it's to start marketing it like right away. In fact, while you're building it, split down the middle 50% start marketing it, and the other 50% start producing it. Now, it's not gonna be perfect by any means, but you do have to run those side by side, and here's why. Because if you go ahead and you start building a product, you might run into one of four things. One, you could build a product that no one wants, or you could build something that people want, but there isn't a sustainable revenue model. Or there's number three, the market is too small, and you might've focused too much on a niche, and it's just not gonna be viable, right? Or there's number four, it's a hyper-competitive market and there's lots of other people who are building a product just like you. Now, (laughs) what you need to do is you need to start marketing your product before it's perfect because that way you can, one, start taking money, two, start trying it out and seeing like where the problems are. In fact, there's a book called Traction. Um, I can't remember the author, I'm gonna re- put it in the show notes once I remember it, but ultimately what he talks about in a business is, uh, it's like a leaky bucket from the start, right? The From the start, it's got more leaks than ever. I mean, you might not even have that big of a bucket from the start. And what you're trying to do is figure out where the holes are in the buckets and start trying to patch up these leaks as much as possible. But you wouldn't know where the leaks are unless you started putting water into it, right? So you can uh, think of it like all these tiny little holes. I mean, obviously if there was massive holes, you're gonna wanna try fix that. But if there's all these tiny little holes, enough so that water isn't really being held into it. So you might have a lot of churn rates, especially from the start. Um, But there are these early adopters and those people are are who you're trying to, to keep on and you're trying to figure out what problems you're helping to solve and how your business is unique and how you can start making money from the get-go, right? If you just start acquiring people and um, they like it, but ultimately when you turn on uh, some way for you to make money and everyone leaves, right? You don't wanna get to, let's say a million people and boom, no one's willing to pay for it because it doesn't solve that big of a problem. It was just a nice thing. Does that make sense? There's a lot of apps out there that do it. I think like, 
what was the one? I think like a dice roller. Someone had built like a, a dice roller and uh, it was like five bucks to pay for it. And I was like, there's no way that someone would pay $5 for this. Or if they did pay $5 for this, like there aren't that many people to have gone out and said, yes, let's like spend a lot of time building an app because we might get back 35 bucks, right? So it's important that you start testing it out like right away and, and doing that 50% rule. Um, and you know, there's a lot of traction channels to test. That's the other part of what you wanna start from the very beginning. In fact, you might start doing things that don't scale. Like uh, you might start writing guest posts. You might start doing uh, local presentations or, or speaking engagements if you can uh, at like the Chamber of Commerce or, or local entrepreneur events. Um, you could email people you have relationships with and see if they might wanna try your product. You can also start attending conferences and, and that might work. Try like SEO, you can try like Facebook ads, you can try Google ads, you can try videos, you can try, oh my gosh, there's a lot, podcast interviews. There's a lot of things you could be doing, um, but not all of it's gonna scale, right? But what you're doing is you're testing out these multiple channels and seeing uh, if you can get something to stick. And, and I'm not saying this is the best marketing strategy later, but from the start, Absolutely, that's exactly what I would do is I would start seeing where your potential customers are if you haven't already determined that. You gotta figure out where they are and what channels do they use and then also what channels are your competitors in that space using and what channels are they not using? That might be the pro or the, the opportunity that you've got. If you've got a very similar business um, but there is a whole separate market out there who are using a different channel. They might be on Reddit and they don't ever go over to Facebook. And you go and dis uh, discover there's a whole community of people that want your product who are on Reddit. Boom, outline your, comp your competitors any day right there. So that's, that's also why it's important from the very start, right? Um, the next thing is, to set your growth goals. So as you're starting to, to set, to like try some of these channels, um, you wanna know what are the numbers that like, that you need in order to say that that channel is worth moving forward with or like to prove that channel. So you kinda wanna determine, okay, if there's 100,000 people, we wanna gather at like 1% uh, of the users. So we want uh, 1,000 users to come try out our product and out of that we want 10% to, to pay us money. And if we do that, that channel right there is worth uh, spending a lot of time in and moving forward in that channel, right? Um, the next thing as you're doing this is uh, to realize that users don't come to you or like buyers, <laughs> they just don't. I know a lot of entrepreneurs are thinking, man, if you put it out there, they'll just come. If you think of Wayne's World too, he's got a big concert to put on and he's like, he has this revelation, if you build it, they will come. But it doesn't work out. You have to prove or you have to make the users come to you and you've got to do it manually. If you're an entrepreneur, you've got to be hustling so hard and getting those first adopters in and figuring out what problems that you can help solve uh, for them right away and create that dialogue. Uh, you can't wait and start thinking that the, pro or the product that you're building is perfect without those users testing it and they're not just going to happen to be there. Uh, if you've got like a software or even, um, Boy, I've seen podcasts on there. Go to Product Hunt, launch your business on Product Hunt because there's a lot of people who are looking for new stuff on there. That's the channel that you can do to get like, boy, at least like 10, 20, 30, 50 people on like right away. I've seen businesses launch off of Product Hunt because they went and tested out a model, launched it on there, and then boom, I see later they go into like AppSumo and they put out like a lifetime deal. Uh, they sell about 5,000 lifetime licenses. People start talking about the product and then they turn into a little company they go and get an investor and bam uh, they're now a massive company right 
So it starts it starts with those early adopters and and manually going and getting them. Don't think they're just going to come to you because uh, people are typing in exact long tail keywords. Just go out and get them and uh, and be a salesman with that. Now. The other part to look for is like what moves the needle at each stage. There's different, there's just like different phases, right? If every time you send out a tweet, it gets uh, 20 new users, but you've got 10,000 people, that's not a good channel, right? Like, it, <laughs> you've got to find something that's going to move the needle progressively at each stage, and things are going to require more. Like 140 characters at first, if you got 20 users from the start on a, a tweet, right, then by all means, tweet all day and start seeing how many more users you can get. But eventually, uh, it progresses out and, and that's no longer a viable channel. So the needle turns or ticks at, at every stage differently compared to how much you have. So from the start, find the things that are going to produce a lot for you right away, right? I know a guy who did a blog post for our guest blog post and was able to pay, I think like a thousand bucks and he got it onto Forbes, used that as credibility and then went over and got a, um, like a minor investor and said, look, our product was featured in Forbes. And then the investor saw the credibility and boom, put in like, oh my gosh, what was it, like half a million dollars, and then away that product went because now they had half a million dollars to invest in other marketing channels, right? So um, it moves the needle. The last part is as you're in this phase and, and, and trying to figure out like what, where to, where to spend your efforts and time, you've only got so much time and you can't just be like <laughs> always testing, um, always testing new channels after your initial stage. So what do you do next, right? That's that's the part from the start. Yes, test all the channels. Then uh, you start looking for these bright spots. And this is from that same book, Traction, is he says, look for these pockets of customers who are truly engaged in your product and go see like why they're engaged in your product. There might be uh, a handful of people who are posting on a Facebook group and go and talk to those people. Go figure out like what is it that's connecting uh, that person to another person. Like what problems do they have and why do they like your product so much, right? Really get hands-on with it and figure out what's working for them and then expand from that space, right? Go go see if you can find more of those people. There's gonna be some people who like your product and some people who don't. And they're gonna see based upon the needs or the problems that they have, and that's who you're looking for, right? So once you do start testing the channels, you've set your growth, like what your growth goals look like, then start looking for those little pockets of people who are who would love your thing, right? If it's a service or if it's a product, whatever it is, they love it. And that's who you want to go after and figure out exactly what that is. And you might have to pivot. You might have to go, you know, our product was meant for a certain type of person that we thought, but we realized there's a handful of these guys who have a certain problem and they all have this uh, similar issue that, that our product or service is solving and therefore let's go find more of those people. And that's where that's helpful is figuring out exactly what to do um, to scale. And that puts you from phase one moving into phase two because now you've proven out the channels that's worth it. You set your goals and said, okay, this is in order to make this channel worth it, we, uh, we, we got to hit these certain numbers. And then number three, you figure out exactly who your product is for. This is what we did in our business and or, or what we, 
we're like currently in this phase and moving into the next phase. We're, we're finding these bright spots. We're realizing some of the problems that we've got, and we're starting to create partnerships with people in the industry who can help us scale to that next level. We know the problems that we're currently solving. We also know the type of audience that is it's benefiting from. We've had to drop clients and we've had to move into other areas, but mostly is we figured out how to how to essentially use our product and service to get us to the next level and then go and we found partnerships like that's like the biggest thing is we realized like these people that we're targeting rely on relationships and so if we can go create relationships with other people who aren't competing with us and we can benefit each other during this process we're going to have a and a massive explosion and some of the other growth channels that we thought were going to work like emails like we really thought email marketing was gonna work and boy, do these people not open emails like whatsoever. Like <laughs> not at all. I, like I, they, we have, I've had amazing email campaigns in, in other industries and like you know, 70, 80, 90% open rates. But in this one little channel, I came in and thought, okay, well I know email marketing and I know it can work. And uh, so let's, let's, let's use that. And it didn't work. And I was so, um, had to pivot and start looking at well, what is it that is gonna work, right? So we started testing all these other channels and realized relationships. So the more relationships, the more partnerships that we can get into, uh, the faster and more reliable our marketing message is going to be because it's coming from the hands of someone that they already trust. Now, uh, if you've listened to other podcasts, that obviously makes sense, um, but it was, it's, it's, a growth, it's a growth channel, it's a traction channel. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if this was your first episode and you liked this episode and uh, you want to keep up for more, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I would truly appreciate it. Also, some feedback from you guys in a review or anything like that. Uh, I want to know what is this podcast doing for you? Leave a review or a comment and uh, you can even find me on conversionmarketingradio.com and uh, I look forward to speaking with you guys again. Have a great day and if you're driving, drive safe. Always remember, keep on converting.